What's up everyone, Kevin Wagstaff here with another episode of Spectora Spotlight. Today I have Bill Hockery. I probably butchered his last name, he'll say it right on the interview. Um, but he is a very early Spectora user, he's been with us for almost two years. We met him at the Ashi conference and we wanted to get him on for a number of reasons. Uh, one, he's just an all-time nice, great guy um, who's always willing to help others. Um, always has an open ear to everyone else and is just a joy to work with. Um, and two, um, we had just met him at the Ashi conference um, and we thought getting his reflections on the conference as a first time conference goer was important um, as well as a fairly new inspector. He's only in his second year. Um, and another reason is he is in his third career. So I think it's important because so many inspectors get into inspecting as a second or third career at a later stage in life. And it does change the dynamic. It changes how you approach things. It changes how you connect with agents, buyers. So getting his perspective, I think, reflects a large part of the industry, um, as well as being in a small to mid-sized town, because many of you out there um, operate in smaller communities where the agent dynamics are just different. And so he sheds some light on that as well. So I hope you enjoy the interview. Um, he's just, he's great. You can tell it in his voice. He, he really loves connecting with inspectors. So I'd say don't um, hesitate to reach out to him um, because he's one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. So uh, without further ado, Bill Hoggerty. Yeah, so here we are. Wow. <laughs> yeah, how are you? How was, the, how was getting back from San Diego? Yeah, well, it was, it was good. I came back to a busy schedule, but uh, I lost my wallet in the airport in San Diego. So no. barring, barring that hiccup, everything went well. <laughs> so did you have to do the whole cancel everything? And Well, yeah, I started, I called my wife and I said, start the process. But you know, there's still some good people in the world. Uh, San Diego baggage claim, Baltimore baggage claim, and some kind soul in the airport waiting room all made the right choice and uh, I got a call on my way home from the airport in Baltimore from San Diego saying they found my wallet and uh, they just wanted a FedEx number and they'd ship it and I got it the next day. Wow, that yeah. is amazing. <laughs> I shouldn't be amazed by that, but I am. Um, it's just, yeah. it's great that like you said, people are still good and, and uh, we'll just pass it on. Yeah. So did yeah, you so, have to uncancel your canceling of all the uh, cards and everything? Uh, well, she only got as far as, as two cards, I think, and, and they were on a temporary hold cancel, barring a, a final call from her. And uh, we were able to un, uncancel them really simply. So, yeah, that's a, that was a headache. And I'll tell you, not one I was prepared to do. Yeah. Someone should create the panic button for when that happens. And then it just sets all that in motion automatically. Um, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Doesn't need that, an app for that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, Bill, it was great meeting you in person. Um, obviously, our team loves you. They're a huge fan of you. Even if you didn't send us chocolates and Starbucks gift cards, but you are truly... Um, you know, one of the, one of our favorites and we really appreciated meeting you. So everyone wanted to say hi and they're all excited that we're, uh, that we're doing the interview. Well, that's nice to hear. Say hi back to them. Really. Thank you. Absolutely. So <clears throat> let's, um, let's just start by introducing you everybody. Just tell everyone, um, who you are, where you live, kind of how long you've been in business and we'll go. From yeah. So, um, I'm Bill Hockery. I am the owner and operator of Precise Inspecting LLC here in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. I live just outside of the uh, University of Millersville University here, and I've been in this area for about 35 years, but in business for two years. And in that time, I obviously we've we've been with you from nearly the start um, and we've seen your business grow phenomenally in two years. Um, I want to get to that in a bit, but just getting back from Ashi, um, what did you make of the conference? What was your overall impression? Uh, yeah. So I, I enjoyed the conference. It was my first home inspection conference. So, so I, you know, didn't know really what to expect, but, but I felt like I, I was given a broad perspective on the industry and, um, and, um, I got a greater vision for where the home inspection industry stands currently 
in the marketplace. And I, of course, there's lots of vendors, lots of players, lots of software companies and other uh, ancillary service companies there. And it just gave me a, a bigger picture uh, for, uh, for the industry itself. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, it was a good conference. I, I, I enjoyed it. Very nice. Did you, now I, I can't remember, did you tack on any days at the beginning or end to enjoy San Diego or were you in and out? No, I was solo, flying solo this time. So I didn't add any of that. My wife was uh, at home taking care of her father. Otherwise she would have been there and yeah, we would have tacked on some days and we would have spent uh, some time sightseeing, but I was just in and out and uh, you know, but, but having said that, I, I felt like I, I um, made, made some good connections. In fact, you know, the conference for me was more about making some personal connections and I made a number of them. Of course, you know, the Spector team, which was a highlight for the conference for me, but, but other connections with uh, other inspectors and some, uh, you know, some of the, the service booths there in the, in the, um, the showroom. That was really, really good for me. Yeah. Um, that's great. I know some of the other Spectorians, um, you know, Twite and Grant in specific mentioned they really enjoyed talking with you and the, you know, um, you know, with each other. Did any um, particular connections or interactions jump out as like, man, I'm glad I met that guy because um, I'll, I'll email him or we'll, we'll connect, connect again. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, and I have you to thank for this, you know, setting me up with Grant just to talk about SEO. And then we ended up spending a a lot of time talking about sewer scope inspections and his business. And I invited Dwight to come along uh, to lunch at the same time and getting to know him um, uh, was, was especially enlightened. I, I felt like I was talking to Grant who had just sort of started more recently. And then Dwight has been in 14 years. I kind of got a real balanced picture of, uh, of, you know, what the industry is and what it can be. And um, I actually found out while I was at the conference, I got a text from, uh, a friend here in Lancaster who said, I, I can't believe it. I was talking to my best friend, one of my best friends on the phone. And she said, Oh, I'm out here in California for a conference with my husband. And, uh, and he just met uh, <laughs> Bill Hockery, who's a close <laughs> friend of mine. So there was this immediate connection uh, with Dwight and his wife that I was totally unexpected and come to find out she's from Lancaster and Dwight's here twice a year with his family. So we were already scheduled to, to hook up when he's here in Lancaster again. So I'm wow. Gonna... What are the, that's, I didn't know that part. You didn't, I didn't hear about that at the conference. Talk about a small country or world or whatever. That's amazing. Yeah, really. Dwight said that he actually tried to start a, a home inspection business in Lancaster, but he's not from here, and it's a very small town. And if you don't have a last name that's either Stolzfus or Landis or Heisey, you know, you're not going to make it. When he realized his last name was 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 not one of those, he took off for Florida. Yeah, I Didn't like really that. <laughs> anyway, it was it was a good conference, and and again, um, you know meeting you guys out there. Uh, yeah, is, uh, was, was a real highlight for me. Do you have any tips for other new inspectors that were in your shoes that say are thinking about going to their first conference or, you know, always wave the wave way if it's worth it, what would you say to them? Yeah. Yeah. I would probably say, you know, there's, there's a lot of good, um, uh, sessions you can go to and it can be a little intimidating, overwhelming, but, but I would say, you know, uh, play to your interests, whatever you're really interested in, um, you know, take one of those sessions in and maybe take two. In fact, I took two electrical and two uh, HVAC sessions because I felt I, I needed that. And it was, it was good to get the balanced perspective. So, yeah, I would say take in as much as you can uh, of, the, uh, of the sessions, but, but allow time for for those personal connections. Don't, uh, don't rush through the exhibits because you might end up meeting somebody that uh, really makes a difference uh, in, in your whole time. And I, I think as much as I benefited from the, the sessions, um, I think it was the personal connections that were most valuable. And, and isn't that true in our industry anyway? It's your, 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 your personal connections with a realtor, a buyer, um, uh, listing agent. Those, those are the things that I think will end up driving your business 
uh, into the future. And so uh, don't, don't overlook, you know, a, a, a potential personal connection that can make a difference. Yeah. And one thing I noticed about you, uh, it, <clears throat> I get the feeling first year, second year inspectors, it's a little harder to kind of, you know, put yourself out there and go up and shake someone's hand because it seems like everyone's known each other for a hundred years and it's all the good old boys club. But I commend you because I, you were open to just walking up to people and the folks I introduced you to, you just shook their hand and asked them questions and took it all in. And I, and like you said, boom, you have a relationship that could impact your career and, um, and in some cases life. So I completely agree. And you embodied that. And I think, uh, it's, it's cool to see, it's cool to see people getting out there and just shaking hands. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it was, it was definitely, definitely fun. Yeah. So let's, let's talk, let's jump into your background a little bit. So what, um, kind of what was your, your trade or kind of a line of business before home inspections and, and what led you to it? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, this is my third career. Um, I did start out as a, a cabinet maker. They call them a benchman in the trade. And uh, I loved working with wood. Um, I kind of just stumbled into cabinet shop. I was married young. I needed a job. And I just started knocking on doors and ended up in a cabinet shop. And, <laughs> nice. And, uh, I fell in love with that. And that led into uh, my own remodeling business. I ended up uh, doing that for about 15 years. Had eight employees and, and uh, enjoyed cabinet making and remodeling, um, and even the business aspect of it. Uh, and then um, midlife, I, I joined the pastoral ministry, and I did that for 26 years. And it was, um, it was, a, it was very enjoyable. Uh, one of the reasons we came to Lancaster was to help establish a small church. And, and after that was established, uh, younger men came along, and I thought, well, it's time for me to step back and I'm not ready to retire, and I can't afford to retire, so I'm going to think about uh, another career, and so I just began thinking, you know, what would I like to do, and um, I think to, to stay in the home, you know, building industry, so to speak, and in the people business seemed like a, a good fit for me, and so I started looking into home inspections, and it took about a, a year, and the rest is history now I'm, I'm in business so nice so was it a career or profession you already had previous knowledge about or did you see something or read something that that told yeah, you that's hey. an interesting question I um I first heard about home inspections back when I had my remodeling company and it was mm -hmm. just I was in the in the 80s mid 80s and I think home inspections were just be kind of coming into its own there mm -hmm. I mean, fledgling but uh but I thought, huh, that, that's, I kind of like that. That seems streamlined and clean and, you know, not a lot of the, the headaches of dealing with schedules and, you know, uh, uh, ordering materials and waiting around for them to come in. And so I, I actually, if I would have continued in business, I think I would have moved in that direction. But I promptly completely forgot about it, went off my radar for almost 30 years. And then uh, when I was thinking about, what I would want to do that, that really, um, hold on a minute. <laughs> the phone is ringing. I'm sorry. No worries. Um, if you need to get it, we can, we can pause, no, man. Not at all. Um, and, um, so, um, so yeah, I just, the more I thought about it, the more I looked into it, the more I thought this is, uh, this is what I want to do. Um, combination of, of something that I, I am somewhat familiar with, the, the industry of it, um, and then the, um, really the opportunity to, to start something and see it grow. Uh, mm -hmm. um, yeah, so, I mean, and then making money. <laughs> yeah, of course, oh, absolutely. That was definitely in the picture because uh, I started my retirement late in life and I thought, you know what? I, I not only would like to this career, but I, but I need something and why not do something I would like to do. So yeah. I love it. And I, I just love that <clears throat> it's, you know, a second or third act and it's, there's, I love this industry because you have inspectors from all walks of life. Some it's their first career, some it's their second, some it's their third. What, I guess, what, what was the mindset like um, coming from, a seemingly unrelated career, at least in the interim. So you stopped with the, you did the ministry stuff. And then 
what was that like getting into it? Um, what were some of the factors you weighed or was it just like, Hey, this is something I know I want to do. I'll figure out the rest as I go. You know, probably that section, second option as I, it, it really was a almost a split second decision. I mean, when I, when I, when I thought about the idea, it's, it, it was like a light bulb went on. And then from that point on, I just, I just pursued everything I could find about that industry. And the more I looked into it, the more I liked it. Uh, and so, um, yeah, I mean, it took me, I had the uh, fortune of, of, of studying and preparing for about a year in advance of leaving my, you know, my position at the church. And so um, I was doing a lot of nighttime reading, weekend uh, studying. Um, but nope, from the, from the get-go, I said, this is what I'm going to do. And I threw all my chips in. And uh, yeah. How you know, I, I still remember our first couple conversations. Um, and I'm just, I, couldn't, I couldn't be more happier for you to see where you're at now. Um, but I think that's worth highlighting for these earlier inspectors or first-year guys that um, or transitioning into the business of it takes weekends and evenings and early mornings while you're still maybe earning an income from another job. How difficult was that juggling kind of that transition? <laughs> uh, it, it was, uh, it was difficult, honestly, difficult in the sense of it, it required um, to, to keep being, keep investing the time. Really, time was the only resource. It didn't have a lot of capital. I uh, didn't have, uh, you know, it was a completely new industry. So I didn't have that skill to, to, to spend. I just had time. And so I just gobs and gobs of time and just kept saying, I'm going to, I'm going to prepare. I'm going to uh, get ready. Um, somewhere along the line, I heard somebody say that there's profit in all labor. And, um, so when I look at something that needs to be done and, and there's no price um, promise of reward on it, I think, well, that's, that doesn't mean I shouldn't do it because some things just need to be done in order to get into the right position in order to, uh, to be profitable. And so I did. I spent a lot of time, um, you know, preparing. And uh, I, I would say to anybody that's thinking about it. Don't be afraid of that. Don't be discouraged by it because you can, you know, you spend six months uh, studying and uh, meeting with people and spending lots of money on tools and upstart expenses and licensing and all that can be discouraging. It's like everything is, <laughs> you're spending every uh, last dime you have and nothing's coming in. But uh, I, I, um, I'm glad I did it. Wouldn't do it. I would do it the same way. Yeah, and I really, I really appreciated early on your attention to detail. Um, you know, on the website, you were very, um, you know, you made changes. You were hands on. You had a vision for what you wanted. So, where did that come from? You, you appeared to focus on the right thing. So, what were some of those things that you did focus on um, specifically in that ramp up period before launch? Yeah. yeah. So, first of all, let me say this. Um, that's very kind. Uh, of you to say that, Kevin. I think I stretched your patience with my, <laughs> with my website questions. I wanted it to be just right, and I wouldn't let you go until you. <laughs> hey, thank you. But yeah, um, I I I did feel like a website was was crucial because you know that's just the age we live in. People need to see something. I mean, I'll put it this way: that's the way I operate. If I'm looking to purchase something, my first stop is going to be the web to do some research. And I thought, yeah, got to do this and I got to do it right. If it's like, you know, just boring, people are going to click to the next one. And I, I thought, let's, let's spend the money and uh, let's take the time and do it as best as possible. And um, I mean, you guys do a fantastic job. And so, you know, you can spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on, on a website development, but uh, you guys got an amazing package and it sold me and I'm, I have uh, no regrets on that. And, and then I guess, um, you know, I was going to say more about this. Um, uh, uh, 
I think the thing that I really knew needed to happen, and I watched this as I followed other inspectors around and learned from them, is that software was going to be key. And so I spent a lot of time looking at uh, and evaluating different software programs because I realized that's really the heart and soul of the business. And uh, so I, I took time to do that. And then I guess one other thing I would say, I didn't expect this, but uh, we have a very active ASHI chapter in, in the central Pennsylvania here. Mm-hmm. I started attending those meetings and I met a, a group of guys that were very, very generous to share their knowledge and their experience and to, to welcome me in and show me the ropes. And so uh, I just gleaned a lot from, from monthly meetings with them. And um, yeah, I, uh, I, I don't know where it had been without that, that sense of direction. Cause you know, there's a lot, every state has different uh, rules and regulations to comply with. And so uh, they really helped me, uh, you know, walk that line that I, that I needed to, to walk in order to, launch so that that part right there blows me away the generosity and the selflessness because obviously people are helping their competitors and some people uh, don't want to do that but the ones that do and realize that um, a either there's enough to go around for everybody to make a living or B they just are okay passing knowledge and and helping um, someone that's gonna do it after they retire or something I just I think that's the really cool and, and I don't know how rare that is yeah it, I don't know either because I've only been exposed to this one chapter but um, but yeah I um, my first call was a cold call to an inspector and I knew nothing and I said <laughs> oh, I'm interested in doing this what do I need to do and he spent an hour on the phone with me no kidding ropes and then a month later I met him in the in the chapter meeting and we we're friends now and and then in Pennsylvania, you probably know this, we have to do a hundred inspections to, um, uh, with certified inspectors in order to get, you know, to, to do business, not to get a license, well, not licensed yet, but just to do business. And uh, these guys let me ride along with them. They're now my competitors, but uh, I learned so much from them and they were generous and I still get together with them. In fact, I just had lunch with one guy today and I told him, you have an open tab with me <laughs> anytime I'm paying always because I flat out receive more than I'll ever be able to return. Uh, on that investment. And, I, and I love that you just made a cold call and asked and you were vulnerable and pro- I'm probably as, as nice as you always are. And it's hard for people to not help other nice people. And so hopefully <laughs> everyone out there can learn, Hey, if you want mentors, if you want a networking group, just ask. Yeah. Yeah, well, you guys have uh, created a uh, a context for a lot of that networking with uh, your site and uh, and uh, all of that. So I'm I'm grateful to you guys too, and you recognize the importance of that. Well, thank you. I, I, we want to increase that kind of uh, that value that you kind of get from conferences and. We're looking at ways to do it. We're looking at ways to connect everybody. So uh, hopefully more information soon on that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you, you mentor, you get mentored, you do ride-alongs. So t- let's t- t- jump back to that first week in business. What was that, what did that yeah. first week look like when you're staring at that phone and it's just probably not ringing? Yeah, well, I was, I was looking forward to it for a long time because I was – you know, getting my hundred inspections in and getting everything ready. And I was all ready, tools, uh, truck and ready to go. And just waiting for the, the phone to ring. And as it, as it often is, I, you know, a friend, a friend's uh, son was buying a house and they said, Hey, you should call Bill and have him do the inspection. So I was really excited. I got a call from someone I knew who did their house the first week and the, and, um, yeah, it was, uh, I was nervous. I, you know, was really, uh, uh, I felt like, who am I, you know, to, to do this? You know, I'm just, <laughs> my first, I didn't, you know, I, you kind of don't want to tell them this is your first home because you're practicing on them, but, uh, yeah, really well. And I had a very enjoyable experience and, um, and then I went home and I, I waited around and the phone didn't ring for three weeks. So <laughs> it was, uh, it was uh, 
a familiar experience, I know, to, to many inspectors. You know, you, you, so yeah. what did you do in those three weeks? That's, uh, ah, you know, because, you know, this is, ex, ex, this can, we can extrapolate this to anyone at any phase of their career because you, you kind of get, you adapt to how often the phone rings or how many online bookings you get, no matter what stage you're at. And then when it dips below that, you start sounding off the alarm bells in your head of like, oh, crap, I only got five this week. Or, oh, crap, I only have three this week. Yeah. Um, so what mode did you go into when you were kind of sitting around thinking, okay, i got to do something? Well, it's back to that, um, that phrase I said, you know, there's profit in all labor. I just, I just need to keep investing, uh, keep working on my template, keep uh, going to my meetings, keep meeting with realtors. Um, uh, I didn't have a safety net. I didn't have uh, – I mean, we – I didn't have capital, in other words, to, to live off of. So I had to I actually did some some handyman work. I had a small ad in a thumbtack application where people would call for handyman jobs. So I would I would fill in, just keep myself busy, um, but never committing myself to anything long term because you know the phone will, could ring and you're off to the races. So I just um, it's amazing to think back. I I was. Uh, I wasn't still am putting in, you know, six days a week, 12 hours a day to get this thing up and running. And back in those days, I was doing one or two inspections a month and still putting in all those hours. And I <laughs> scratch my head and think, man, there's a lot of, of investment here going on. But I'm, <laughs> I don't regret it for one moment. Just a lot of fun. But I think that's something everyone that's listening can probably relate to on some level. Because um, anyone that's ever started a company, you you put in all these hours, your wife or your spouse, your kids are like, okay, what are you doing here? They're think, they think that, maybe they don't tell us that. Um, and they're thinking, I hope this works out. And so um, coping with that is something I think we all can just relate to of, gosh, I sure hope this works out because I'm busting my butt here. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so, okay, you, you know, you got the, the one or two a month and you said you, you went out and met agents. Did you hit up offices? Are, are agents in offices all the time kind of in your area or was it more of emailing and calling for coffee yeah. meetings? Yeah, I haven't had any success with email. I haven't given it a lot of hard work either, but um, I did start out with the whole candy bowl drop off cards to the agents and I did that for about three or four months. Um, but uh, I don't do that anymore. I've, I, I found that I have very good success calling up an office and asking to do a presentation. And um, I know maybe not everyone likes to do that, but I, I enjoy it. I feel like I just get a 20, 30 minutes in front of a bunch of agents just to talk to them. I have a lot to learn in that realm, but uh, that has proven to be the most profitable. And I'm hoping this year to, to only expand on that. Um, you know, of course, software package sells itself. And, and uh, I, I um, yeah, when, thing, when things are down, I try to schedule. Uh, and actually, I hope to schedule one a month. I know that's not a lot. For some, might do more. But for me, that would, that's a lot. Schedule one a month. And Sometimes they really, I mean, I did one in, in presentation and then within the next two weeks, I had seven inspections from four realtors in that office. So wow, it, was, it, it, it convinced me that it was worth the, the, the hour, one hour of my time. <laughs> That's a quick ROI. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, um, it was, it's, Good. It's good. I lose you there, Kevin. Oh, you there? I'm here now. I don't know what happened. When you... I tapped my mute button. That's what happened. Um... <laughs> hey, if you just want me to stop talking, you can just let me know. Yeah, know? yeah. Uh, so on those presentations, do you go in to try to teach them something or something that will help them? Or is it like very agent value driven or is it more of, Hey, this is precise. This is what we do. Yeah. The, the ones I've done so far have been more like, this is precise. This is what I do. Uh, here's what I can offer. Uh, but I actually I've listened to one of your podcasts and one of the inspectors, I believe it was Dale and said, you know, don't, don't tell them what you can give them or who you are, but find out what they need. 
And so I've given that a lot of thought. Um, you know, what, what, does, what does a realtor need? What is he looking for? And try to, try to offer that. And they do. They do want, there's lots of inspectors out there, but you know, what's going to make them choose you over someone else? I think if you're able to help them do their business better. Um, and that's, that's really what I want to do for a homeowner. I want to help them make the best choice they can in buying a home. And I, I like working with realtors because I want to see them be successful. And so I think I have some things to learn about how to do that. And um, I'm hoping this will be a good year for that. Yeah. And I think uh, in my mind, uh, you know, I go back to my realtor days, a cross section of both is very appealing to, to me of, <clears throat> okay, you tell me a little bit about yourself and your background and who you are, but then you also talk about how you're going to add value or appeal to something that I care about as an agent and, mm-hmm. um, and in a genuine way. And I get why you've had success with your presentations because yeah, let's face it, being likable and genuine is a big part of it because um, people trust you or they don't based on like an impression. And so um, I think, I think you nailed it there when you said, tell them about yourself, but mixing in some of that stuff, you know, that, that Dale was talking about of appeal to their emotions and tell them you're going to save them time, headaches, um, you know, ways that they probably didn't think inspectors thought about. Yeah, that, well, that's, that's, that's gold. Those are good words. You mentioned, go ahead. Yeah. yeah, You mentioned, um, being in a smaller town, um, a smaller community. So a lot of our inspectors that are listening do work in, um, you know, smaller towns or suburbs where it feels like a small town. Are there any certain tips or, um, if your last name isn't one of the, you know, the few that have been in that town for a long time, what tips would you give to someone of breaking in or just how to operate in a smaller town environment? Yeah, I think, um, I think don't compare yourself to the big cities. I think just um, do the best you can in your work environment. I, I don't, well, I don't live in a big city, so I don't really know how to compare it, but there's a lot of work here and there's a lot of inspectors in this town. I was surprised, you know, uh, I think 500,000 is the, is the county uh, where I work out of. 60,000 in the city, so it's not that big. Mm-hmm. Uh, there must be 30 inspectors, I don't know. Wow. And I think, wow, how, how am I gonna make it? But um, this is a, Lancaster's an interesting town right now. It's going through a kind of a renaissance and a growth spurt. And it's, it's, it's one of the more livable cities in the country. And so it's attracting a lot of millennials. A lot of people are moving in. Real estate market is, is booming. Um, and so uh, I'm, just, I'm just thinking, you know, if you, if you build something that's quality, eventually people will, will come to it. So that's what I'm hoping. Uh, there's been companies that have been in business for 15, 20 years, and they're doing well, and some, some franchises in the area. But uh, I, I want to be around in 20 years. So I'm okay with, with not having a flash start, but I just want to have a quality start. And just keep at it. Um, yeah. And you mentioned quality. So, it, I mean, it, it's probably a hard thing to teach of paying attention to the quality of your conversation, right? The quality of your report, the quality of your emails, the quality of your presentation. Um, yeah, it, I don't, <laughs> it's, it's probably hard to teach someone that, but I think inspectors, if they want to be around, wouldn't you agree that they need to be analyzing every little touch point and everything they do early on, right? Yep. Yeah. You got, you've got to, and it's, it's tough to to always know if you've done a good job or not because realtors are busy and they're moving on. Uh, I, I appreciate the, uh, the opportunity to leave reviews that you guys have built into your site and that, that helps me know, okay, that's a touch point. They did the feedback they gave, let me know that I, I provided for them value and quality. That, that's some of the things that they repeatedly say. Um, yeah, I, I think that the, the issue of quality, it's, it's always changing. And so we've, we've got to be in this industry aware of what, what people want, what realtors want, and offering the very best we can and, and not be afraid to 
to change that if if uh, the industry demands some changes. And I, I mean, we've seen it um, already um, in the reporting. You just can't, you just can't give them uh, uh, an incomplete report or a report with, report without pictures. Believe it or not, there's some inspectors that still deliver reports without pictures in, in my area. And that was, I was surprised to hear that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's dramatically changed. I was reading my mom's home inspection report from 1989. It was two pages long, actually a page and a half long. And I just, it blew my mind. Uh, <laughs> keeping up with what, what is um, in, expected in the industry and doing it the very best you can. Um, it, it, it will be rewarded. People, people want to pay for that. They're happy to pay for quality. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I would attach, take that a step further and you can tell me if this is incorrect with your experience, but in a small town, I imagine a lot of agents have their guy that they've just used, even if he's pen and paper and just, you know, doesn't provide the best experience, they stick with them. But if you're consistently there and have a presence and they see your report, they kind of meet you, you're going to be in their mind and eventually they may need a backup and then they meet you. And then before you know it, you may have one over a realtor that had their guy, but they didn't realize there was something better until they worked with you. Is that a typical experience? Does that happen yeah, in small towns? Very typical, very typical experience. Because, yeah, these, a lot of agents have, have their go-to inspectors. And I even say that in my presentations. I know you have your go-to inspectors. But, you know, if, if they're busy, I'd be happy to be number two and, you know, do an inspection for you. I, I, yeah, I, I think, um, yeah, there people, it's a small town, but it's a, and it's an old town, but it's a, of German descent and they, they like things done well and they, they appreciate attention to detail. And, um, I, I, I want to, I want to fit that, that need. And, uh, I think if you do quality, eventually people are going to come to you. Um, yeah. And that, it's funny you say that because <clears throat> whether it was on purpose or not, that you know your audience, so you're speaking to that and your website even shows that like your first image, I think is you looking along a siding or something that connotes, I pay attention to detail. And so that was probably by design because you're a smart guy, but um, I think everyone out there, could take a dive deeper into knowing your audience, knowing the demographics, where are they from? What do they think? Because then if you can speak to those things in those presentations, yeah. you're winning people over before they even know you're probably winning them over. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's, I think you're right. It, it, it is true. Although I, I have to, I laugh when, when, you know, people mention that, you know, when, when attention to detail matters, that was one of the first, things I thought of I wanted in my business as a byline was when attention to detail matters. But, but my wife really gives me a hard time because she edits all my reports and she says, it's a good thing that uh, attention to detail matters to me because <laughs> you send all reports without, uh, without a lot of mistakes. And <laughs> I, you know, I, I, yeah, it's you got um, a good teammate. You got a good team. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and that's, I mean, in terms of anybody going into business um, for the first time, I would say make sure you have someone who's in it with you 100%, whether it's your spouse or your relative, your, your sibling or a close friend um, or even a, a franchise, I guess. You know, doing this with, with on your own without someone else, uh, I, I don't know how anyone could do it, even if it's just someone to talk to at the end of the day when you've had a rough inspection. Um, it, it really it involves a lot uh, more than just you know doing the inspection, marketing, and selling. It, it, yeah, yeah. Big shout out to spouses, the supportive ones, the ones that work in the business, admin assistants, everybody behind the scenes. Um, yeah, deserve a big shout out because there are, there are some. Um, a lot of times, I have conversations around websites or marketing with kind of the women behind the scenes or the men behind the scenes. And uh, boy, it is, I don't know how anyone does it on their own. I, yeah, I, I don't think it's possible. It wouldn't be possible for me. Um, and I, I didn't expect that it would be that much, but yeah, we, 
Yeah, she she puts on a lot of hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, but it's all fun. We, we we get it together and we're having a good time. That's awesome. That's great. So two years in, right? What would you do different um, looking back? Yeah, um, that's a that's a good question. I always like to hear people's answers when they. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to repeat their mistakes, but. Uh, you know, I uh, I don't know if I I would do anything too much different. I I I try not to live my life with a lot of regrets. Mm-hmm. And so I, it doesn't mean I haven't made mistakes and haven't made mistakes in the business. But when I started this business, I I really knew really nothing about it, and so I had to learn everything as I went. And so I just viewed that as part of the process. So just just diving in and and giving it your best and working hard. I don't know any other way to get to the place you want to be. And you try something, it won't work. And so you, you put that down and you try something else. And, and um, uh, you know, I, I don't, I, I've always learned by doing. Um, and, uh, and I've learned uh, this business by just doing it. Um, and so, um, Others might want to be more judicious with their time and not, and not want to have to work as hard, but I, I don't know. With me, I just, um, you know, I felt like I just need to, yeah, to just do it. Um, so. Yeah, I love it. Um, nothing wrong with that at all. And you kind of answered my next question, which is, um, and I have answers. I, uh, I have my opinion about you of what you did well in your first year or two. Um, you've kind of alluded a little bit to the agent relationships, the attention to detail. Um, do you think really, yeah, you tell me, what do you think you did really particularly well in your first couple of years? Yeah, well, I mean, I kind of mentioned it before, connecting with a, at least in my area, connecting with a, uh, a chapter association, whether it be Ashi or Internachi, just a group of guys that, that, uh, that have a wealth of knowledge and making contact with them regularly. I think that was a key decision that I made. You know, and it's an extra expense, you know, everybody wants a little bit of your money for this organization or that, but it has been invaluable in, in gaining knowledge and tips and sharing more stories. Um, I can't, I, I think uh, taking the time to study and to do those hundred inspections, even if you don't have that requirement, uh, I think I don't know how I would do it, not having followed on a hundred inspections and watched how it's done, and then bought the, the the book for the national test and reading it cover to cover and taking the test. You know, um, all all of that investment, um, I think, you know, was was really important. But I, you know, I have to say, you know, the biggest the biggest thing I think I did well. Yeah. It was a real risk in a sense was, was choosing the right software. Mm-hmm. You guys getting started and I, I, I put all my chips in it. You could have been a, a losing horse, you know, <laughs> <laughs> this is true. but, uh, but not so um, that um, I, I really took my time on that one. And I mean, I, I think I might've taken six months to, uh, to, to make the final decision but I, I think it was one of the best choices I made. It really was. And if, if you're listening to this and you're still trying to decide, don't wait six months. You can learn from me. Just jump right <laughs> and sign up because you won't regret it. Um, but yeah, um, that, those were, those are a couple of the things. Uh, that well, I appreciate that. Yeah. appreciate you sharing that. Um, so what, what advice would you give for someone that, um, is considering a shift um, of careers, whether in related industries or not. Um, because now I have to say nowadays with, with social media, websites, there's a lot of confusion and noise out there. And so it can be overwhelming uh, for new inspectors to say, cool, I'm just going to go inspect homes. And that's definitely not the case. We've made that clear. It's not just inspecting homes. You're a businessman, you're a customer service person, you're everything. Uh, what advice would you give them in terms of making that transition? Yeah, I would say be patient. 
and and go in it for the long haul. Um, when I f first met some of the inspectors that, that I'm, I'm in relationship with, they said, you know, give yourself three years to, to really get up and running and be profitable. And I thought, hmm, like three years? I mean, when I, read these web, when I read these web advertisements for this software package or this training course, you know, you can be up and running and making thousands, you know, immediately. And I, um, not so for me, um, you know, I'm in my second year and I, I'm grateful I'm paying my taxes and, and making my bills this year, but, um, you know, I'm not where I want to be. So I think that for someone just getting started, you know, the inspection business is much more than just inspecting homes. There's so much more to it. And anyone in business knows it too. There's sales and there's finances and record keeping and, and um, communication. And <coughs> then there's, you know, website building and all that. Um, there's a lot to it. Just be patient. Uh, don't be daunted by the investment of time. And like I said before, uh, make sure you have someone, uh, you know, that can keep your back. That's a hundred percent behind you because, uh, there are those nights or those weeks where you, the phone's not ringing and you're thinking, boy, if it doesn't ring for two more weeks, I'm out of business, you know, and, right. <laughs> you can only live that way. And so it's nice to have someone to talk it through to encourage you to remind you that this is the right, right thing to be doing at this particular time. So. Great advice. Um, it just, I mean, just like anything with life that's worth having, uh, relationships take time, trust takes time to build, loyalty, all of these kind of uh, seemingly abstract themes. We seem to all think when it comes to business that those can all be short-circuited or shortcut, um, and, but it, it, you can't fake them. You can't cheat the system uh, per se. Yeah. Yep. One last thing I want to get into um, is just the relationship <clears throat> that you're building with real estate agents. Um, and so like whether you're on site or talking to them after the inspection, um, how is that dynamic? Whether you're on an inspection with a client and an agent, how do you divide up your time? How do you kind of view juggling both of those different dynamics? Yeah, I just try to be aware of both my client, obviously, and the agent. And um, first of all, by, by introducing myself and, um, and I give my spiel to the buyer, but I also try to try to be aware of, you know, what, what is the agent, does the agent have questions? Does the agent have uh, things that they're looking for? And I try not to, to insert myself too much, but if they start to question, I, I'm, I'm, I immediately stop what I'm doing and engage with them. And, you know, I, I found um, there's some agents that they, there's certain things that they're surprised with that I, that I would call them back or that I would, um, um, that I would keep returning their calls like immediately, or mm -hmm. uh, you can't get in the house and the gas is, is off and I can't test the appliances say, Hey, listen, I'll come back as soon as the, you know, the gas is turned on and, and the keeping quick communication with them. I've had a number of realtors say that that's, not been their experience and so i realized okay that's a value to them i want to make sure that i'm i'm quick to to answer their calls and their texts and and um then other agents I had an agent who had a had a, a deal go bad on a house because of a, of a poor inspection well not a poor inspection but a follow-up mm -hmm. potential lawsuit and so to that agent you know Standing behind your inspection, even if it meant it cost you some money to make the deal go through for them, made a difference. And so in that situation, I got a, I got a referral because this agent was looking for someone to, to, to do their work now. And um, when I followed up with them, I ended up uh, getting all their business. So you know, every, every agent has certain things that they value. And if you can figure out what they are and by just listening to them, really, you don't have to do uh, any background work. Just listen to people um, and try to serve them. Uh, Good habits. 
I love it. Good habits yeah. pay off. Yeah, I, I enjoy the realtor end of things more than I more than I realized. Um, um, so, um, yeah. You know, most of them are great, hardworking people that are just trying to do right uh, by their clients, and so I I think it's wonderful when when I hear of relationships that you've built um, and agents that you know, are very easy to work with, um, you know, and, and keep it in perspective and don't, um, don't ride you guys. Cause you know, you guys are there to do your job. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And they really are, uh, they give us a lot of business and I'm, and I want, I do, I want to make them successful. I think that's, um, really, yeah, um, I, I, I enjoy that, that part of the business. Didn't expect that there would be so much of a personal, uh, dimension to this business and so it, it's very very rewarding yeah. yeah it's good for guys like you that's for sure it helps it's that's kind of a an asset for you um well i want to be respectful of your time here but if there are any agents or clients or other inspectors listening that want to get a hold of you what's the best way to connect with you yeah i would say shoot me an email or or even text me uh you know, that's the best way to get in touch with me. And both those, that information is available. I can give it to them now or when, you know, go to my I'll, website. I'll link to it in the description. Um, yeah. You know, and I love, and that just shows you the difference, like people dropping their number and saying, hey, just shoot me a text. It's no big deal. Um, so I really appreciate that. I'll put it in the description for everyone that wants to connect. Um, yeah. But Bill, I, I really appreciate you taking time to chat with us today. I think this has been great. Um, we hit on some things that, um, we haven't covered in other podcast episodes and uh, I think there's some good value in here. So I really appreciate it. Well, thank you, Kevin. And thank your team. You guys are great. I love it. Just last night I was pulling my hair out because I came home to do my report and I had a glitch in the software. I typed a sentence to you guys and within less than 10 minutes, it was resolved. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> Same day, like I promise. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, we really appreciate you. Um, you know, you, you're such a, a value um, as a Spectorian, and so we appreciate being a part of the community. Thank you, Kevin. You guys have a great uh, weekend out there in Denver. Stay warm. All right, Bill. Thanks. You do the same. We'll talk to you soon. All right, bye. All right, bye bye.